0: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? How are you? Today is Tuesday, December 20th, and it's another day. It's my Monday, actually, getting ready to go into work, but decided to stop off real quick and uh, just create a little post on the situation we've been just been talking about within the world of our mental health, specifically suicide. And I just want to tell you about a quick conversation that I had last week with one of my fellow co-workers cannot remember exactly how we came upon um, the matter of uh, Stephen Twitch boss, uh, unfortunately, taking his life uh, last week, week before that, um, or excuse me, in that, you know, how many people are affected, of course, of course, folks first and more immediately his wife and children. Uh, you know, it's it's always heartbreaking, disheartening, um, sad, unfortunate, whatever words you may tie to it, when any man or woman dies, but more so dies in that particular fashion of taking their life. And, you know, as, as I was speaking to this young man, you know, coming into the, the subject, he was telling me about two different experiences that he had to endure with people he knew one was uh this one of his uh former employers his boss's son had gotten married and i'm I'm assuming he was at the wedding just as well but you know knew the son was at the wedding and i don't know how long into the um the marriage, because he, he didn't say, but it was—it seemed like just one night. The husband came in and shot the wife twice, taking her life, and then about a week later, taking his own. You know, um, my wife and I—we had this discussion this past weekend, kind of going into this time frame of suicide there's a progression to it and there's an immediacy to it and this is what i mean is that and i i may be totally wrong i don't deal with suicide prevention i believe one day i will in getting the information and counseling to speak to men to be more aware of the language and the experience of it uh, per se is what men are dealing with but i see it in on one hand as a progression Meaning, it takes time to develop a train of thought, suicidal ideation, that is actually preparing for that particular time. It takes time um, for that to fester, to grow, and to really start taking hold of that young woman or that man, wherever they are. And... I say it, man, and this this spirit—I'm—I'm I'm just gonna call it the spirit of suicide. That demon is is very strong, and I say it like this: you know, yesterday uh, my wife and I—we were talking about finances, and uh, one of the creditors—they took more money than they were supposed to, and you know that that bothered both of us. I was like, man, you've got to be kidding me, and. I was dealing with some uh, smaller stuff, got it all handled, you know, just personal business. But it was small little things that were just happening throughout the day. Right. And, um, you know, later in the day, I went to go get gas. I went to the grocery store. I'm still speaking about progression of time. I went to the grocery store, then filled my wife's car up with uh, gas, came back to the house and then I went and fill the truck up with gas. So I filled the truck up, came back, parked. As soon as I got out of the truck, you know, the habit is, you know, get my keys, get my wallet, get my phone. So I got my keys and my phone and I couldn't find my wallet. And, you know, I'm frantically searching my pockets, my jacket, um, trying to see you know, where it was. And you can imagine how that goes. You know, you're just like, oh, my God, where did I leave it? You know, you start immediately back tracing where you were. And I was like, oh, man, I hope I didn't drop it at the uh, gas pump. Well, before I did anything, I got back in the truck and I looked over and I saw my wallet had slid off off from the passenger seat into the door pocket on that side and you know I was relieved but I sat down I was about to get out the truck you know because I had my wallet something says stop get back in sit down for a minute and calm down when I sat back down um I started feeling my heart it was racing right beating more uh frantically and uh frequently that is than I know of and uh, I was just feeling it and I'm like oh my god And I just sat there, I had my head down and, you know, I had my hand on my forehead and just kind of rubbing it, just kind of in disbelief and just quickly, you know, going through the the motions of calming myself down. And I say all that to say is many times we're dealing with so much all at the same time that we don't know how to handle it. And in that it has been progressing, you know, it was one thing from earlier in the morning, something in the late morning, then the early afternoon, then the late afternoon, those little things add up. And that's where I see the progression of time that affects us to where we are immobile, right? I mean, I became immobile when I I purposefully became immobile when I sat down and just started breathing and getting my composure back. And that's what I have to say fear does to us, it cripples us, it binds us, it holds us, right? That we have no control over anything. And so in that, you know, as my wife was also saying, that it's a snap decision. And I could have saw that if I didn't take that step to keep my composure, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There could have been a snap decision to do something out of character, not just suicide, but I could have went in and had a crazy argument with my wife for no reason at all. I could have snapped at the cat, which, you know, my cat gets on my nerves, you know, he's a cool little fella, but he really gets on my nerves, you know, small little things just add up. You know, the Bible says, you know, there are small little foxes that kill the vine. If you understand the growth of a vine, a vine grows over time, but it grows, um, It grows tall and or wide depending on what kind of vine it is. But just the same, there are small little foxes, small little issues that can strangle it, that can hold it, that can break it. And that's what we have to be very careful of. Because small little things not taken care of add up to bigger things that will explode. And we have to be very mindful of that. So that was one situation he had mentioned of the gentleman killing his wife and then later taking his own, but there was another situation, and I believe this I know this to be more positive, and it is, is that he knew his friend was going through something, I believe his friend called him over, and he said he just sat there with him and talked, you know for some hours, whatever time frame it was, and he had asked his buddy later on, he was like, man I didn't think that you were really going to go through anything. I was just there. And his friend said, I was. I had the gun under the bed when you were there. Hmm. He had the gun under the bed when he was there. Now, imagine how bad that really could have been. He could have lost his own life and his buddy may have taken his own. You know, I I can never say this enough, but fellas, ladies, it always helps to talk. Talk, talk, talk. If it's 30 minutes, if it's 10 minutes, speak to someone. Cry it. If you need to cry because you feel the pain or the weight so unbearable, cry. There's nothing wrong with crying. Get away from that fallacy that has been spoken over the lives of men for so many generations. Cry, brother. Cry. Don't let this situation continue to hold you and break you down. Cry. Scream. Scream it from the mountaintop. Scream it from the valley. Scream it in your car while you're driving to work. Scream. Because you have pressure that is sitting upon you that you know of and what you cannot see. Just the same. There's a burden upon you just because you are of the male species. And many of us cannot handle it. And I I tell you now that a lot of us may be hiding behind a mask of masculinity, that is. And when I say masculinity, that we're supposed to be these big, tall, strong men in every capacity of our lives. That is so wrong. Guys, you cannot be strong unless you have somebody else with you. And this is what I mean. You can be strong in yourself. Yes, you can navigate life, but you become stronger with somebody else. The Bible says in Proverbs 27, 17, Iron sharpens iron, so as a man sharpens the continence of his friend. And let me break it down. This is not just sharpening and bringing wisdom and knowledge. This is bringing help um, and rescuing men from where they are. Guy, the man listening to this now, the woman listening to this right now, you may feel you're at a good spot in your life, but there's somebody that you may know of or may not even know of that needs your presence. And let me tell you like this. You have to be living for more than just you. Meaning, yes, you have your own life to live. You're building it for yourself and for your family. But when you show up somewhere, somebody's counting on you that you don't even know. Someone's counting on you to walk through that door with that jolly smile, that upbeat tempo that you have seems like almost every day because you in in one essence of their word are their rescue. You are their help. You are the one that's helping them continue to go on. I remember years ago, someone told me, I just said hi to them one day. And they later came back and said, you know what? At the moment you said hi, I was contemplating taking my life. Suicidal ideation. Don't discount your ability to help the life of somebody else. As my coworker mentioned that he had sat down with his buddy for hours It's going to require a sacrifice It's going to require you to do uh, something outside of yourself and that you may not even be wanting to do. And that's what a sacrifice is. Right. You may not even be wanting to do it, but the fruits of your time will benefit somebody else. I will say this as, as I posted it yesterday, I bring it to you just the same. Do not let the enemy take the value of your light. L-I-G-H-T, your light. You have a light inside of you. Do not let him diminish it. Do not give him the opportunity to put it out. Do not give him the opportunity to um. To quench it in any way, shape, or form. There's greatness inside of you. And it's when I say greatness, I'm not talking about platform or stage, greatness or riches. There's a power inside of you. And I want you to reach it. I want you to bring it out. I want to encourage you and lift you up to do so. Because you're better than what you think you are. All right, fellas. I love you. God bless you. I hope this word encourages you. Have an awesome day.